Sports, politics, life. Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC presents Kevin Keatsman Has Issues. Online at robertsrobinson.com. Well, we can all rest so much easier knowing we don't have a gang violence problem in Kansas City. We have a group violence problem in Kansas City. (laughs) Indeed, that's what we learned from the news conference on Tuesday with Gene Peters Baker and Mayor Q and all of the findings in the report that was released to the public about what transpired with the two men that are now in the hospital in custody charged with felony murder. Uh, That's Mays and Miller. So we know about those. We did the patron podcast that I put up for everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, Thousands of you have already listened to that before we're recording here on Wednesday morning, our regular Wednesday podcast. Thank you so much. A handful of you have signed up to become patrons. We'd love to have more patrons. If you like that kind of content, some breaking news, things that happen during the day, you can sign up at kkasissues.com. We'd love to uh, get as many patrons on board as possible to listen to those premium breaking news podcasts that we do. And of course, the newsletter on the weekend, which is I think way more popular than it should be. There's so many people that just love the newsletter, and I appreciate that. I don't think I'm any kind of a great writer, but, boy, people seem to like the newsletter an awful lot. So perhaps you'll like that as well. If you'd like to sign up, go to kkasissues.com and become a patron. So there is not really any criticism of documents that we've seen in what transpired with these two men where they they basically say, a member of group one and a member of group two, I understand that. You don't put in court documents, official charges and things like that, gang one. or I mean, I you could say we've identified them as gang members of this gang. I would appreciate that if they did that, if they are indeed gang members of the Crips or the Bloods or some other gang that has a name, it would be fine. And I, I think it would be good for the public to see that they're organized, they have names, and we've identified that these were the groups that were there. To me, that's very important public information. But in, the, in that documentation, I understand that those there's a legal process and all those things. Group one, group two, I can live with that. But then they open it up to questions at the news conference. And this Gene Peters Baker will not, and neither will Mayor Q, they will not answer any questions about the groups. Are these gangs would be the first question. Second question is, how many people of the group were there? Have you identified that were even in attendance that maybe didn't do anything? They were just standing there watching or, you know, they were there. You've got information. You've got people on the ground. You know how many gang members were there. Not only, as I pointed out last week, can they not say the word gang, they now won't even take any questions about their own court documents that are filed referring to group one and group two that we had groups of people committing basically warfare against each other in a public place around hundreds of thousands of innocent people, and we can't even speak the truth publicly about what it is. Not only can they not say gang, they won't answer the questions about the groups. This is unbelievable. It is unjust, and it is unfair to the citizens of Kansas City The entire metropolitan area, because Mayor Q, I know he's the mayor of Kansas City, Missouri, but he loves to parade himself around as the mayor of the entire region, and we're all one, and we all need to pull together, and he's friends with the governor of Kansas, even though uh, he's friends with the governor of Missouri, and we're all going to do this, and we got to work together, and and it's a a region. How many times have you heard Quentin Lucas say, it's our region? Well, you owe it to the citizens of the region to tell us what the hell happened and who these people were. And they just flat won't do it. They also, there was a stunning moment in the news conference 
where Gene Peters Baker, the Jackson County prosecutor, is asked, are the two juveniles that you apprehended and arrested, are they still in custody? And she didn't answer that question. She made it sound as if she didn't know. Those kids have been released. It sounds like, I can't confirm that, but it sounds like by their answers to the question that those kids have been released. I mean, this is unbelievable what's going on in Jackson County. It's just crazy. And I'm hearing some new terms that I like. One was written in an editorial piece in the Kansas City Star by someone who was pretty fair, basically saying there's no laws that are going to fix this problem, that the big problem is in the home. And I can, I can make that argument, but I do believe there are laws that will fix this if we enforce the laws that have been on our books in this country for a long, long time. And that is prosecute and jail criminals. It is called a deterrence. When you just let people go, there's no deterrence. We see this in illegal immigration. We see it in illegal immigration crime. We see it in no cash bond in New York and places like that, no cash bail. It's just, it's everywhere. The bad people in America are like, we might as well do bad things because they're not going to keep us locked up. There's either not enough jail cells. There's not enough this, whatever. Their laws aren't very strong. They know this, and so they don't care. So we have lawlessness. Governor Mike Parson gets this right in the state of Missouri. He's repeatedly now being asked by people about his comment about thugs. He says, don't talk to me about stuff that doesn't matter. We have laws on the books. We need to enforce them. They're like, Governor Person, what do you think about a new law? I don't think anything about new laws. We don't need new laws. This is an urban phenomenon. It is street culture. Those were both written in the Kansas City Star today in an op-ed piece that was basically saying the problem is in the home. This is an urban phenomenon, and it is street culture. And the answer to this is special operations units rounding these people up and locking them up. If you take 20% of the gang members off the street and lock them up for any kind of significant time, real time, real jails, you're going to curb so much violence you won't believe it. Deterrence works. It will not stop all of it. But my God, we're setting record homicide rates. We're having record shooting rates. We're having record gang violence activity and drug activity. If you jail enough of these people, the rest of the gang will go, well, wait a second. We're maybe going too far here. Or maybe when they get into a verbal confrontation with, with group one and group two at Union Station, Mr. Mays doesn't pull his handgun out and start the thing. Maybe they don't get itchy trigger fingers. Maybe they just argue with each other. Maybe they punch each other or shove each other a little bit and nobody pulls out a gun. Maybe. Because you know what they do? They'd let that go. They might have picked up a couple of them on gun charges. But if they didn't all pull their weapons out and start firing them, this wouldn't be a national story. The Kansas City Star, though, in its typical way, still continues to use the headline mass shooting. That is so misleading. This is not a mass shooting. It's a group shooting. It's a gang-style shootout. There are more questions remaining than answers still. Star wants to write a story about mass shooting. Hand, and they're now describing the weapons as handguns. These are handguns. You know, do you remember back in the day that their whole thing was we want to stop? We think handguns should be illegal. Well, they've moved on to assault-style rifles. That's what they now want to make illegal. They've moved back. But they, this one, they can't do that. They're going back to the handguns. They don't want you to know that these are gangs. 
that had illegal guns, that these were young thugs in gangs possessing guns that were illegal. Every single person that's been charged to this point has been charged on a gun charge. What do you think that gun charge is? It's illegal possession of firearm. That means the guns are illegal. So the stars out there using the term mass shooting in the headline, and of course the whole thing is describing the handguns and how bad the handguns are, they never mention anywhere in the story, never, not once, that these handguns were illegal. Illegally obtained, illegally possessed. Never once did they mention that. They just want you to think the guns are evil. It's so bad what these people in the media on the left do. The best reporter on all this so far is, I think Channel 5's done a great job. Channel 5's got a reporter named Angie Ricono, and she's a pro. She's a real journalist. She's investigative. She's a pit bull. If you're wanting good local coverage, if you still watch news or want to go to a website or something, KCTV5, Angie Ricono is terrific. I've seen some other good reporting. Not bad-mouthing anyone. I'm just telling you, she is really something. Angie Ricono is really something. So she's a, a, a valued commodity in this community. She will be there every step of the way asking every question necessary. So if you want to watch a local news, if you want to go to a local news website and see things through the eyes of someone who is a, a real journalist that wants all the answers and transparency for the public, Angie Ricono, KCTV5, go check all that out. She's really, really, really good at what she does. And maybe she'll get them to name which is group one and which is group two or identify the people in group one or group two because we got two gangs shooting it out at a chief's celebration, but we're going to refer to them as group one and group two and we're not going to say the word gang ever. Absolute insanity. These people are unbelievable, man. Uh, Governor Parson, while being asked about all this other stuff, is is doing the work of the people of the state of Missouri. He is spending $2.3 million, which he can do to enact the National Guard, 200 National Guard troops, and 22 Highway Patrol officers to the Texas border to help continue erecting all of this barbed wire fence all along the border in Texas. I mean, that's great. He says a safer, a closed Texas border is a closed Missouri border. And here's how he's right. And he should be emboldened and empowered in doing this at this point. And by the way, he's helping out a lot of Kansans as well. Because Kansas governor is a floating you-know-what in a toilet bowl. More on her in a moment. Governor Parson has sent these people to help. And it's working. He and other governors are doing this with Texas. And all of a sudden, Texas, the numbers are way down. Now, why would you think the numbers are way down in light of, of what's happened over the last, let's say, month in Texas? Well, the human traffickers, the people making money, bringing people to America, they get paid 3000 bucks a head to get you to America and get you across the border, have seen that Texas is no longer the place to go, that the state of Texas is cracking down. They have switched. They're now in California. They've seen some crackdowns in Arizona. They've moved to California. We've seen where the wall ends in California and all those people go rushing through at the end of it. That is now the most porous place on the United States border. This, the activity has shifted wildly to California. They're looking at a couple thousand people a day rolling around the edge of that fence in one location. It's difficult to get there. You have to climb up a mountainous terrain and then the harder part is climbing down and not falling as you're coming down. So you have to do that in order to get there. 
although there are giant SUVs pulling up of people driving through the mountains and around and off through the desert terrain and pulling up to the edge of the fence. Those people are paying big money to get driven there. That's happening too. Nobody's doing anything at the California border. So California is getting worse and worse. I'm, I, you know, I'm not, I certainly not okay with the illegals pouring in. I am much better off with them pouring into California than into, te- into Texas. So what Parson has done, what other governors have done, what the state of Texas has done is working. And I'm not even saying that the barriers in Texas can't be broken, that you can't get in. There's still people getting in. What I'm saying is the people that organize all this in other countries and roll through Mexico to get here have made a decision that we don't want to drop these folks in Texas. We want to drop them in California. It's a sanctuary state. They're not going to do anything at the border. Dump them in California. And I say good riddance, California. Dump them there. Way better than Texas. So this is a small win. This is a small battle won in a war against illegal immigration in the illegal aliens that can only be won at the ballot box in November. This will not stop if the Democrats win again, if Gavin Newsom is president. And I'm not sure you're even going to mention Biden again. You know, Trump did a, a town hall with Laura Ingram on Fox on Tuesday night, and, and he, he's, they're answering all these questions about Biden. I don't know why he does that. I don't know why Trump doesn't just move on and say, don't ask me about Biden. He's not running. He, sh- he needs to be the first person to make fun, really make fun of this and say, this is such a clown show. He's not running. It's somebody else. Tell me who it is, and I'll, I'll start talking about what they've done wrong. Whether it's Newsom and the disaster he is in California or Kamala Harris and her disaster, or we're going to drop Obama's wife in, who may be a trans. I mean, he's got all kinds of ammunition against these people. There is no reason to hold it back. Don't let them do the narrative. I would start right now campaigning, saying, I'm not running. Don't ask me about Joe Biden. He's not running. He's not running. He's not running. He can't beat me, and he knows it, and they all know it. He's not running. Ask me a question about their policies or another candidate, and I'll answer your question. But I'm not answering him a question about Joe Biden. He's done. He's finished. It's over. And everyone knows it, and he's not running. That's what I'd do if I were Trump. I would make it the news. Because to sit here for months and act like you're running against Biden, and then he doesn't run, and it's somebody else, they get the narrative. They flip the table. You need to wear America out on this messaging that the Democrats are a fraud, that they're going to do this, that they don't care about you or anything else. They're, they're, uh, this is election fraud is what it is. This is a fraudulent election because Biden isn't running. He needs to say it over and over and over. And if he says it enough and it becomes the news, he may force them to keep Biden. Because what do they love more than anything? They love Trump being wrong. And then they could say Trump was wrong. Biden's running. Great. Let's run against Joe. That's what I'd be doing. But at least right now, a small battle is won. The Texas border is much more secure. And it's keeping them away. It's a deterrent more than anything. And they're going to California, which is where everybody's flooding in now. Under Joe Biden... More illegal aliens have entered the United States and are here today in his three years as president, three plus years, three years in one month. In his 37 months as president, more illegal aliens are in this country than there is population in 36 different states. In other words, more have come in than the population of Kansas, more have come in than the population of Missouri, more have come in than the population of Nebraska or Iowa or met 36 states. 
have smaller populations than the number of illegals that Biden has allowed in absolutely free. It is astonishing. Hey, we want to welcome back to the podcast our friends John and Heather Hutchins at Amazing Garage Floors. They didn't do much uh, advertising the podcast this past winter because it's their slower season, but now it is about to become their busy season. We have a mutual friend that has a problem with his driveway. The last 10 or 12 feet of his driveway were just falling apart. He bought his house several years ago. It's an older house. It's probably 30 years old, 25, 30 years old. And the edge of the driveway, which has been pounded by the salt and sand and stuff that the city throws on it, is just gone. This driveway was never sealed. He called John and said, can you help me out? And he said, it's too far gone. I can't help you. That's the kind of guy John is. He's like, I can put this on there, but it's already pocked up and peeling and it's not going to work. The time to seal your driveway is when it's healthy. It doesn't have to be brand new. Your driveway can be 10 years old in good shape and the seal will buy you years. It'll protect you from what the city throws on it, what you put on it, the oil that spills on it, your teenagers that keep their cars on it, all of the things that happen there. Seal XP is the product. These are it's it's just really a great product. And I think you're you're going to love this if you seal your driveway. Or think about what it will save in your garage if your driveway is better off. You don't bring in a lot of the crap that's on your driveway into your garage. Of course, they do amazing garage floors. They're online at amazinggaragefloors.net or call 913-636-1840. That's 913-636-1840 or online at amazinggaragefloors.net. Their calendar this spring will fill up pretty quickly. Give John or Heather a call and get set up. They're veteran-owned and operated since 2007. They're a company you can trust. They are not some new company. They're great American conservative patriots, and they will talk politics with you all day long, even on the job site. They can do it all in one day. AmazingGarageFloors.net, 913-636-1840. North Kansas City Dental is your new dentist. Dr. Bill Bush and his team of dentists are award-winning dentists. He travels the country and speaks about high-tech dentistry. Dr. Bush is something else. He's the dentist of your favorite Chiefs players and staff, and he can be your dentist as well. Switch dentists. I mean, if you love your dentist, I get it. Most people don't really know their dentist. They're not that tight with their dentist, whatever. Make the switch. North Kansas City Dental has offices in Kansas and Missouri. 816-471-2911. 816-471-2911-nkcdental.com. They also have NKC Aesthetics. They do aesthetics there in the offices next to it. He bought the whole building and he's opened that up. And Cassie Mole is Kansas City's top favorite aesthetics nurse. If you're interested in that, I got some $100 off gift cards at North Kansas City Aesthetics. Just shoot me an email, Kevin at KKSissues.com. I'll hook you up with $100 at North Kansas City Aesthetics, part of the North Kansas City Dental family. And Window World, simply the best for less. Oh, I'm going to be doing some radio commercials. For John Gillette and his team at Window World, I'm very honored that they've asked me to do that. That's pretty cool. We've had a long affiliation, almost 20 years I've been with Window World. American-made products, windows, siding, patio doors, storm doors. They have it all for your home. Your home matters to you. Your home matters to Window World. Log on to windowskansascity.com or make the call 816-799-0820. Anywhere in Kansas, Missouri, or Iowa, they'll come right to you. Simply the best for less. They're the official windows of the Kansas City Chiefs. They come with a lifetime warranty, and you can get 0% financing. What's better than that? Window World is online at windowskansascity.com. I mentioned Laura Kelly, the governor I booed at the parade one week ago today. Well, she booed back at me, 
She vetoed the new tax bill that Republicans came up with that basically is a 5.25% flat tax for all Kansans. The income tax in Kansas would be lowered to 5.25%, and it's for everyone. Now, obviously, for lower-income people, this looks like it would be penal because some don't pay 5.25. But you get, and I don't have all the numbers in front of me. We did this on a different podcast. You get thousands and thousands of income free with no tax. So your lowest of low people pay zero. This thing almost passed the supermajority on Tuesday in the House. I think they needed 84 votes. They got 82 or 81 of the Senate. It came up three Republicans short. They had the Republicans, but three of them balked at it. One of them, a Fort Scott senator, said a Republican, voted against it and said, look, we're low income earners here in Fort Scott. And for so many of my residents here, this is a tax increase. Now, I guess you got to trust him. And if that's the case, he's representing his people. I can't just flat out badmouth him. But this is wrong for Kansas. Laura Kelly is wrong for Kansas as governor. And the Republicans thought they had the votes and went to the floor and came up three short of the new tax. This is a good deal. Kansas has a $1.8 billion surplus. We are overtaxed in Kansas. There is way more money coming in than being spent because the Republicans in the House and the Senate have done an amazing job taking care of the state of Kansas. Our roads are in good shape. The schools are funded. We got good stuff going on all over Kansas. And they're watching what they spend. And because Laura Kelly got elected and taxes went up, they got a surplus. They're trying to figure out how to spend this money. Of course, she wants to spend it on abortion clinics and things like that. But the bottom line is this, lower the damn taxes. The surplus is only going to grow. Now, I've said it before. If you leave it where it is, invest this money. Invest it and let it grow for the state. I don't care if you let it sit for 30 years. If you can grow it to a point where it's such a surplus that there's no income tax, you've done something great for all Kansans and for the state for economic boom. Kansas is shrinking. There's only a couple of places getting bigger. Johnson County's getting bigger. Manhattan's getting bigger. There's very few places in Kansas that are getting bigger and growing. It just isn't happening. It's a shrinking state. If you have so much extra money, and you can invest it and get to a point where you say, hey, we're going to take a five-year pause. No income tax. We got all this extra money sitting here. And can fund the state without your tax. Maybe you can get to a point where there's no income tax. Imagine what that would do for the economy in the state of Kansas to get off that. They blew it. They absolutely blew it. Joe Biden had a rough Tuesday. He's now taking the short steps up Air Force One. They're not as steep, and he doesn't have to climb as high. This makes sense. There's all kinds of memes out there about chairlifts that they could install for Air Force One to lift him up. He took the short steps up Air Force One yesterday and still tripped twice. He didn't fall all the way down, but he banged his knee on one of the steps. The you know, They might want to think about different shoes for the president. You know, he's still wearing the old school dress shoes, which are not, A, not comfortable. B, they're bad for circulation. C, they're hard to walk in. They're a little slippery, and they have the little edge of the shoe that sticks out from where your feet actually are. It maybe is only a quarter of an inch, but you know what I'm talking about, guys. If you've ever worn real dress shoes, they have a rim around them that you can catch on a step walking up. I have this particular problem with flip-flops. I love wearing flip-flops. Flip-flops are longer than my toes, no matter what. 
I can't count the number of times I've tripped in my flip-flops, stumbled, not tripped, like he does. Going up stairs, not down, up, because it catches. And that's what he's doing. Get the man some zero-clearance shoes. The, the cool thing to wear now is the suit, open-collar dress shirt, and sports shoes. They almost look like tennis shoes. Get him some Cole Hans with some white rims on the bottom that walk around like athletic shoes that are black, and he'll look just fine. He might even look cooler. Let him make fun of his better shoes. That might be good for Joe Biden. He's got a, a fuel plan for after the election that is going to affect people in the Midwest has to do with ethanol, and the price of gas will go up. It's been uncovered in a report as some documents have been cleared that this is the plan for the next term. Some things are starting to slip out. Immediately upon winning, if he wins, or the Democrats win, they're going to enact this and the price of gas will go up. They want the price of gas to go up in the Midwest. They're still concerned that it's too cheap for us here in the Midwest and that we're, we're absolutely balking against electric cars because gas is not expensive enough. It's nefarious. It's all just such a nasty, nasty plan, but it's what they do. Our sports stories today are brought to you by Advantage Termite and Pest Control. One call does it all with Advantage Termite and Pest Control. Everything outside your house, they'll spray for bugs, critters. They do traps. They catch animals. They will feed and weed and seed and feed your lawn for you. They do it all at Advantage Termite and Pest Control. One service company, great American patriots here again. Aaron Walcott and his family, family-owned and operated, 913-768-8989. I've been a customer for over 20 years. We don't have bugs. We don't have critters. We don't have anything. They just take care of it all. It goes on auto pay. I think it bills quarterly. They come four times a year. It's just the best. We just don't worry about these things. AdvantageTPC.com, 913-768-8989. Dr. Jeremy Fry at Fry Orthodontics and his team are reinventing the experience of getting the perfect smile. Everybody has their own individual goals, and that's what they identify at Fry Orthodontics. They want to eliminate excessive treatments. You can see videos of how this all works on their website. And your first exam is just a consultation, and it's free, and it's easy. Whether you're thinking about Invisalign, ceramic braces, or metal braces, teeth love us, and you will too. The way they treat you is what matters most, and you will never find better treatment than the gentle hands and the warm smiles at Fry Orthodontics. Online at fryorthodontics.com. Your first appointment is free. You mentioned KKHI. And play more golf with Great Life Golf Kansas City. I'm playing nine holes at Falcon Ridge later today. Cannot wait. 70 degrees in February. Let's go. Uh, greatlifekc.com is the website. Or send an email to join at greatlifegolf.com. That's join at greatlifegolf.com. Or call them at 913-802-4552. Many of the most popular clubs have about a dozen memberships available this year from people that have either moved or moved on or done whatever. This is the time of year to gobble those up because they will fill up. We're talking about Prairie Highlands, Staley Farms, Falcon Ridge, Canyon Farms, Tallgrass Club in Wichita, Osage National at the Lake of the Ozarks, and Great Life now has over 50 courses nationwide, and you can play them all if you join. GreatLifeKC.com. Just call 913-802-4552. And they've got all kinds of daily fee courses around Kansas City as well. If you want to play once a year, twice a year, go play at Great Life Golf. 
Uh, Royal Stadium, the, the three-eighths in sales tax, has opposition formally formed. Tim Smith his, and Becky Nace, who used to be on the council, have formed a committee against the three-eighths in, uh, three-eighths, three-eighths cent sales tax. Tim Smith is a campaign manager, and they're going to be campaigning against the vote for people to vote no against this new tax. It is a new tax, by the way. It's the same tax as the old tax, but that's a new tax. The old tax is expiring. That was voted on, and it's gone in a couple of years. So we need a new tax. This new tax would start right away, and it would go for 40 years until 2064. Tim Smith, the campaign manager, says, quote, an overwhelming majority of voters in Jackson County are opposed to this tax, unquote. But it's an odd election. It's an April election. We have to get out the vote. I don't know if I believe that. I would think this would pass. At this point, I would think that. But maybe it is about motivation. And maybe he's got to find the most anti-tax people and stop it. Look, if nothing else, you could be for this tax down the road. If nothing else, you have every reason to go vote no and say, I don't know enough about this issue yet to say yes. You've shown me a picture of a place where there's a big printing press building. You've not told me how you're going to finance the rest of this. We don't know what the chiefs are going to do with their money, and they haven't said a thing. I think the actual proper vote I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not going crazy on this one. I think the actual proper vote here is no for two reasons, and I don't get a vote. I don't vote in Jackson County. My reasoning would be this. Number one, I don't like taxes. Okay, I will vote for a tax increase and have voted for many, especially when it comes to school districts and things like that, which I'm rethinking at this point. I'm rethinking all my votes through the years that have increased school board taxes. Uh, an increased tax immediately, you got to prove to me that it's a good idea. So I just don't think they've done that. At this point, I don't have enough information. I think if I voted in Jackson County, I'd vote no. Well, I'm pretty sure right now I would. Now, April 2nd is a ways away. I don't think there's any question right now I'd vote no. That does not mean I'm against a downtown ballpark. And it doesn't mean I'm against some sort of tax break or public funding or this or that. I need more details on the private money before the public money. I need the Royals to step up and say, we're in for $1.4 billion. That's done. We got a $2, million, $2 billion project. We're, we're in. We're, right now, we're committing. We are promising you, if you pass this, $1.4 billion of private money that we will get. If they were saying that, it's a whole different vote. Now, you got to believe them, but I'd believe them, I think, at this point. You'd hold them to it. Maybe even write it in the language on the ballot. If the Royals and Chiefs each commit $1 billion in private funds, we agree to a 3 8 cent sales tax. That'd be a fun way to vote, wouldn't it? I'd vote yes on that. They never do it that way, folks. So I think, actually, I'm with Tim Smith. The proper answer here is no at this point. They hurried this. We don't have enough information. The Chiefs are slightly under fire. Well, the NFL mostly, but I think this is the Chiefs. The the, the NFL is under fire for NFL films and inside the NFL and those shows that they do. They've got a whole Super Bowl documentary thing out now where they show Travis Kelsey slamming his helmet and getting on Andy Reid and bumping him and the whole thing. There is no audio. They've cut the audio of that. People nationally are mad at NFL films. They believe the reason they are not providing the audio of that altercation 
is to protect Taylor Swift. There's something to that. Travis Kelsey, if people see him as a bad boy or whatever, that's bad for Taylor. I'm sure she's got a, a kiss on the cheek deal with Roger Goodell. We're gonna do we're gonna do we're partners. I'm gonna do everything I can for the NFL. She's sporting a Chiefs Super Bowl hat in Australia, by the way. I'm gonna do everything I can. So she's exporting the Chiefs internationally now in the NFL. I'm gonna do everything I can for you. You do everything you can for me. So I do agree with that. But I don't know. I think this is the Chiefs. The Chiefs are as Putin as it gets when it comes to information. All right. Vladimir Putin got nothing on Andy Reid when it comes to controlling media, what gets out, what is said, and what is done. He got nothing on the Chiefs got nothing. Vladimir Putin's got nothing on the Chiefs. They're good at this. And I think they've told the NFL, uh uh-uh, uh, Andy is off limits. Andy's policy is Andy is off limits. He's got such a complicated, messy uh, family and personal life and background and all these things that he has just closed walls around him for years and said, I'll talk football and nothing else. We do not talk about Andy. Andy is not the story. Andy can't be this. When when they brought cameras in and did documentaries, when they did the quarterback thing, Peyton Manning had to call Andy Reid and convince him. And Andy Reid said, okay, but Andy is off limits. You're not... You're not doing any of my speeches to my team. I'm off limits. So Andy's that guy. I respect privacy. I think that's all this is. I think Andy said, you are not putting that in anything, anywhere. When I'm dead and gone, you want to release it? Maybe, but not now. I think this is the Chiefs, not the NFL. Hey, the Missouri Tigers, uh, you know, it wasn't bad. K-State's not enough of a free fall. K-State's lost seven out of eight. Their only win was Kansas. You can't make that up. Is Jerome Tang on the hot seat? No. Is Dennis Gates? No. They're both next year on the hot seat. Sorry, they are. And they both should be. Disastrous seasons for Jerome Tang and Dennis Gates. But Dennis Gates, rewriting the book on disappointment. Missouri had every chance to beat Tennessee, number five. They lose 72-67. Sean East had 24 points. But wow, Missouri falls to 8-18 and on the year. 0-13 in the SEC. Whew. No words for this. New AD coming in. Oh, boy. Dennis Gates. I mean, before the first ball was thrown in the air to tip, you couldn't have been hotter commodities than Dennis Gates and Jerome Tang. And right now, they're hot. Their heat is the hot seat they're sitting on next year where they're going to be. And I don't even know if K-State fans or Missouri fans would be worried if they got a call and a lesser school said, hey, we want to hire you away. And those coaches said, I need to go somewhere else where it's not so hard. I, I, I don't know what would happen. I don't know what these coaches would say. There's no move up for either one of them, I can tell you that. There might be a lateral move or a downward move that would give them more job security, depending on their situations. We got one guy that fights with his president in Manhattan. We got another who's got a new AD coming in, and he's um, 0-13 with an incoming AD. Coaching college basketball can be a tough business. Baseball news. This is fun. Kelvin Herrera, the former Royal World Series hero, right? 34 years old, he's retired. He retired a year ago, right? Kelvin Herrera has moved back to Tenares, Dominican Republic, where he just ran for mayor and won. Kelvin Herrera is the mayor of his town in the Dominican Republic, Tenares. He won by a vote of 49 to 46. He ran on a platform of beautification and organization. He is the third former major league player to become a mayor of a city 
in the Dominican Republic. It's a very popular thing they do now. I think that's kind of cool. Wasn't uh, Adalberto Mondesi's dad, Raul, was mayor, and he got jailed. He swindled money and went to jail, right? Mondesi's dad was mayor of a town, a city, in Dominican, and he went to jail. He was corrupt. Come on, Kelvin, do us proud. Be a straight-up guy. Don't be a corrupt mayor. Don't be stealing. Don't be scamming. Just do the job. Love this spring training story. Goodyear, Arizona. Dateline, Goodyear, Arizona. This is the Cincinnati Reds. Ellie De La Cruz is at the plate. This is live batting practice. This is before spring training games start. You take one of your pitchers. It's live pitching. And the batter's in the box. It's not the batting practice you've seen with the cages and whatnot. There's no cage. There are fielders out there, but he's lined up. It's not game simulation, but it's live pitching. And uh, who's pitching? Oh, Hunter Green's pitching. He signed a $53 million contract. Hunter Green is pitching to Ellie De La Cruz. De La Cruz, it's a... Smash foul ball down the line, and it absolutely obliterates the passenger rear window of Hunter Green, the pitcher's SUV. <laughs> of course, Green was pitching when a hitter whacked his car where he probably shouldn't have parked and busted the window. And he stopped right there, and Green says to De La Cruz, hey, you're paying for that. And De La Cruz fires back at him and says, you make a whole lot more than I do. I'm not paying for spit. <laughs> That's fantastic. Spring training is fun. If you love baseball, I hate to say this. I know I said it last year. And I'll say it again. Spring training baseball is in so many ways better than regular season baseball. Man, I'm telling you, if you can get to surprise Arizona in the next six or eight weeks and find yourself on that lawn out in left center field, sitting in the sun, soaking it up, maybe you need a hat or an umbrella or whatever, sitting out there watching a baseball game with a cold lemonade or a cold beer and a hot dog and space around you and a blue sky and it's still winter here, I'm telling you, oh, spring training baseball is the best. There are great places to stay in surprise Arizona now. That town is built up. It's unbelievable. It is a wonderful community. It used to be an outpost. It's fantastic. They've got a Jack Nicholas course there now called Sterling Grove that you can play. Um, the Wigram Resort is not far from there. It's a wonderful resort. There's a golf course called Verado that is maybe the best in Phoenix. There's two courses there. The Founders Course is the great one. There's, there's hotels right there at the stadium. There's a Hampton Inn right by. There's a Residence Inn. There's a Holiday Inn. There's those places to stay. I think they're outrageously priced. They're newer hotels. There's some good restaurants there, you know, most of them chains, but there's a couple of good local places. But you can get a steak at Longhorn. There's some sports bars nearby. There's things to do. Uh, but if you want to stay at a resort, the nearest one, I guess, would be the Wigwam Resort. It's an older resort, but it's really cool. It's all little adobe, like villas and cabins, like it's not a hotel. You're in your own kind of cabin. It's it's neat. There's a couple of golf courses there at the Wigwam. It's about 15 minutes away from where the Royals play. There's cool places. Yeah, spring training, I cannot recommend spring training more. If you haven't done it, go do it. It's fun. And the tickets are not expensive. It's, it's a cool deal. Uh, just be careful of foul balls. They're everywhere. On to the news of sports, and that is the College Football Playoff Committee has approved the 5-7 formula. Well, Let's not get caught up in what they're calling this. The college football playoff is on this year. It's legit. 12 teams will be in the playoff, in the expanded playoff. 
the five highest ranked conference winners are in. We assume that'll be the five big conferences, that whoever wins those conferences are in. And each conference, I guess, can decide their champion. They can do regular season or title game. These are going to be, for this year it looks like anyway, title game winners. If you go to Dallas in the Big 12 and you win, or you go to Atlanta and win in the SEC, or, or they, you win the game, you are in. The committee will seed you. They'll tell you what your seed number is, but you're automatic qualifier. Then they're going to take seven at-large. The college football committee remains. They will rank these teams. The seven highest at-large are then in. Teams ranked one through four will get buys the first week. They're off. Teams five through 12 will play in the quarterfinals. This will be the New Year's six games. So the quarterfinals and then the semifinal games will be the New Year's six. There's four quarterfinal games, and then there's two semifinal games. That's how they're going to pare this thing down. And then they're going to get a national championship game that will look just like it's been looking at a neutral site somewhere. And that's that. This is wonky. It's clunky. It's complicated, but it works. I've always advocated an eight-team playoff or a 16-team playoff. This works for me. Um, It's not going to be fair in any way. They're going to wind up taking two SEC teams. Every year, we're going to get two SEC and one Big Ten team get buys. That's just a guarantee. I think there's only one left for everyone else. That's just a guarantee. You're, you're going to get a Big Ten and two SECs are going to be three of the four because they're running college football now. And so that's what you're going to get. And they don't have to justify anything. They have the committee and they just get to decide. They just get to rank them and decide. And they're going to do that. Our final final today is brought to you by ticketsforless.com. Lots of great ideas for tickets. Concert season is on. They've announced the... Uh, uh, the Country Thunder, or what are they, uh, the, the Country Stampede, is going to be here in Kansas City this year. It's going to be at Sandstone, which is pretty cool. Tickets for Less has tickets for that. It's a three-day festival, unbelievable country artists. All kinds of concerts are coming up. Huge concert season. Kansas has a home game against Texas on Saturday. Who doesn't want to go see that? They're going to pound Texas. Get over to Allen Fieldhouse, have some fun on Saturday. You want some tickets? Ticketsforless.com. Royals opening day is March 28th against the Minnesota Twins. You want to go to Kauffman Stadium? ticketsforless.com. KKHI is your promo code. And don't forget, this is a real Kansas City business, even though they're nationwide. You can walk right into their local office at 7311 West 130th Street in Overland Park. That's 130th and Metcalf. Want to shop directly? You can do it in person like the old days. It's like walking up to a ticket window. They're going to show you the map of all the seats, show you the prices. You buy. It's, it's so old school if you want to do it that way. Or you can call them on the phone at 685-3322 or you can log on to ticketsforless.com. Any of these ways, if you mention this podcast or say KKHI, you're going to save 5 to 15% off your entire order. No matter what it is, concerts, parking, baseball, basketball, whatever, you're going to save. And who doesn't like walking in and seeing what you're buying? I love it. That's 130th and Metcalf, 7311 West 130th Street, ticketsforless.com. Your promo code is KKHI. Aminis Outdoor Furniture is on. At Aminis. Get there this weekend. Shop at Aminis, 105th and Metcalf in Overland Park or online at Aminis.com. And what a great weekend with our better weather to go shopping for a Finch pocket knife. A lot of folks have said they've gone to Hill Creek Market in Lecompton. It's between uh, Lawrence and Topeka. And it sounds like a really neat, funky place. We're going to try to get over there this weekend or next. It's a boutique store. They sell specialty meats. They have food, home goods, things like that. Pretty cool setup. They now have Finch pocket knives in there. Walk right in and say, I want to see the Finch Pocket Knives. You live in Topeka or Lawrence, get in there. If you live in Overland Park, go to Shields. 
If you live in uh, Wyandotte County, KCK area, and go to the bullet hole in Mission. If you live in Missouri, Belton's got them out at Teague Tractor. Finchknifeco.com is their website. Keep life from getting dull. Our final final is something that I don't believe. I'm just going to say it right now. Actually, I believe part of it, but I don't believe all of it. Sometimes you got to consider the source, and sometimes you need context to the story. Sometimes, as we know, liberals love to do this. They only give you a little piece of the story. You don't get it all. They leave things out. In this case, what this person is doing is leaving out is losing. So this would be like if you were a football team and you played a 12-game season, a college football team, you say, all you talked about was, hey, man, we beat this school 52-10. to 10. We beat this school 38-35. And that's all you talked about was your six wins. You don't talk about your six losses. That's what this is. Des Bryant, the former NFL player who is not officially retired but hasn't played in three years. I think can, we can safely say he's now officially retired. He's attempting to be a, apparently a professional sports gambler like Floyd Mayweather. You know the boxer that bets a million dollars on things? Floyd Mayweather continues to make money. He's got all kinds of income still coming in. Des Bryant's money's drying up. Right, He doesn't play anymore. So what he's got, he's got. Apparently, he's decided he's going to be a big sports gambler. He says he bet $767 on a 13-team basketball parlay last weekend in Vegas, and he hit it, and he collected $416,000 at the window, and there's video of this. It's cash, $416,000 cash. He collected it, so it's legit. He won that bet. We're giving him that one, but he also says he and his boys won $7 million in the postseason on the NFL. They bet on the Chiefs all the way through, and he claims they made $7 million. I mean, if he's betting that kind of money, and he made that kind of money, uh, I mean, you sort of kind of got to risk that kind of money. This guy's going to be broke. It's not going to work. It's not going to work. It, it, don't try to make a living betting on sports. I had a winning year this year. I was thrilled. It's fun for me. It's fun to watch games and have 25, 50, or 100 bucks on it. It's fun, depending on how I feel or what the game matters or whatever. That's what I bet. Love doing it. Made money. Be- you know why I made money? I made money because the Chiefs went 8 0 the last month in the playoffs on the money line and the point spread. That's what did it for me. And as I kept winning, the bets got a little bigger and I wound up winning for the year. Great. I'm not telling you you can do it. I'm not bragging that I did it. It just happened. The Chiefs kicked ass. It was awesome. It was great. I don't believe Des Bryant. I don't believe they made $7 million in the postseason. And I believe if he continues this, he's going to be so addicted to it, his bets are going to go up. If he did a 13-team parlay for $767, how many of those has he done? A thousand? A hundred? I mean, if he's done a hundred of them, which I guarantee he's done a hundred of them before hitting one, that's going to be close to $100,000 he spent to win that. Okay, that's still he won, $416,000. But it must just be massive volume. He says, I didn't know what I was doing. I just put the teams down. So he's literally going up filling these 13-team parlay cards out like they're bingo cards or lottery tickets or something like that. He's just picking sides on them, and he hit one. That, wow. Des Bryant, our final final. Hey, I had a couple of friends I had lunch with yesterday. I showed them how to hit the follow button, and they're following the podcast now. I love that. I'd appreciate that if you did that with some friends. If you said, hey, if you like this podcast or listen once, 
Grab your iPhone, find the podcast icon. I'm finding more and more people that have the Samsung phones. That's easy to do too. Download the Podbean app or just go through your browser, Safari, wherever, to kksissues.com. When it pops up, go, hit play, and it says up in the upper corner, it has a check mark there, like, follow, whatever. Just hit that button. It's free. It's free. Use all the followers and subscribers we can get. It's going to help during the elections. We're going to have candidates on locally and nationally this year because of the elections, and it will help. It's going to help us decide who to vote for, and it's going to help motivate us to make sure that we do vote, that we don't get complacent and sit and not vote. I, I hear from a lot of you that say you think your vote doesn't matter. It matters more now than ever. You have no idea how much it matters. And if there's 65,000 of us in this podcast family, we got to all vote. We need all 65,000 votes. We need every single one of us to make sure that we get our vote in. At Kevin Keatsman has issues. Kevin Keatsman Has Issues has been presented by Roberts Robinson Chevrolet GMC and is produced by Crooked Tail Media. Please hit the like or follow button wherever you listen or give us a review. For premium content podcasts and weekly newsletter, join as a patron at kkhasissues.com. For as little as $5 a month, support all our sponsors and other conservative businesses at the kklist.com. This has been a production of Cricket Tail Media Incorporated.